you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy of one man. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? We are back with the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin. And Devin, I am happy. I am so, I am elated right now. Because we are going to talk about NXT. Oh, man. I mean, we just went through stomping grounds. We talked about Raw and SmackDown, and it it was a mixed bag. You know what we had? We just had a therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) We had an Aleister Black therapy session, basically. We did. (laughs) Just breaking down, you know, our views of the issues with WWE basically creative right now. Yeah, yeah. And now it, it's it's the shining light. It's that yes. just the, the best thing going right now, pretty much in, in my opinion, in all of wrestling. Because as great as AEW is, I'm still going to put NXT above AEW. Just me. Rightfully so. Rightfully like, so. Like they, NXT has established itself to me. as Morrow says it. The gold standard of wrestling is NXT. And I, that's true. That's true sure. 100% for me. So, you know, anytime I, I get to see NXT, I'm just so happy. And this week did not disappoint. Um, it promised a great main event, uh, first time ever, uh, women's title match in a cage for NXT, the first time it'd be defended in a cage, and just there were a couple other, the beginning of the uh, the breakout, NXT breakout tournament, which I didn't really have, like, super high expectations for, you know, I was just hoping that it would be similar to what we get from, like, the Cruiserweight Classic and the May Young Classic, which I loved, and both of those, and, you know, I was just hoping, but I didn't, I wasn't sure how this one would go. Um, but man, yeah, it actually yeah. turned out great. So yeah, it was a damn good opener. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> well let's get into that. So you know, <laughs> NXT Breakout Tournament first round matchup: Angel Garza versus Joaquin Wild. I had never seen either one of these guys. Had yeah. no context for either one of their characters. Um, Joaquin Wild was the one that came out in the pseudo like almost Ali entrance gear right like he was on the the mortal Kombat mask and the vest yeah okay and then uh angel garza he had a funny moment during the match too which we'll talk about where he had a change son of a gun (laughs) (laughs) but uh man i mean this was this was a damn good match like both of these guys just brought it like again no context whatsoever for either of them the style of wrestling that they would give us but they gave us, I mean, what you come to expect from an NXT fast-paced fast type matchup. Yeah. Um, lots of near falls. I mean, high yeah. spots, just fast action. And, of course, a great NXT crowd was into it, oh, too, they were man. Into it. And that's, that, that's key, too. That's key, too, because I don't think anywhere else within the WWE uh, universe, whether it be Raw or SmackDown or even 205 Live. I think NXT UK might be the only other place where you could get yep. away with this, where you would have two guys that pretty much no one knew get a great reaction during the match, like engage from the beginning, like ready to, to just enjoy great wrestling, regardless of who stepped into the ring. They were ready. Like that crowd was ready. And they, you know, it, this was not any different from any other time that we've seen just just that crowd be engaged man and i just love yeah, it. yeah man just hanging off uh, off of every close finish you know standing up you know you gotta love the nxt crowd man because sometimes they could just help you even get in more invested into the match because the crowd you know everything is on, on everything is just hitting every note now because of that crowd now yeah man so just great match both guys put on a hell of a show um yeah. 
Angel Garza, this dude is very cocky, man. I mean, he started things <laughs> off in his entrance, right? There's a I don't I mean we don't know her name, but there's a there's one fan that's always there. This older lady, you know, she's in the oh, front yeah. row, and he, you know, even acknowledged her. You know, I don't know if he hugged her or gave her a kiss on the cheek or what it was, but he had an interaction with her, and the whole crowd took notice of it, and that got a pop. Basically, just him interacting with her. You know, and he, he just, he reminds me of, um, gosh, he's like a collection of a couple of people, man. A little bit, and this is a high praise right here, but Eddie Guerrero, yeah. uh, parts, uh, Andrade Cien Alma. I was going to say that, yeah. You yeah. know, a little bit of Alberto Del Rio, a little bit too. I'll just throw his name out there. Like the the positives of Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just like a mix of, of all of those guys, basically. Yeah. Um, I think the arrogance of Alberto De Rio. Yeah, 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 that's what he carries. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, man, he, he just he was a standout. And as the match was going, I'm like, you know what? I could, I'm finding myself rooting for him a little bit more just because I could see his character um, uh, coming to play more. Oh, that's another thing he did. So there's another fan. <laughs> there's another fan. Um, this taller white guy with glasses that's there that uh, wanted to give him a high five. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went like Angel Garza put his hand up and the guy went to go give him a high five and Angel faked him out and didn't oh, give him a high man. five. <laughs> then he went over to the lady <laughs> by her and he, he uh, kissed her, her hand. That's what he did. That's what he did. Like just little stuff like that. I'm like, really? Really, dude? Like, it was great. It was great, man. He he played to the crowd perfectly. It was awesome. Um, middle of his match, I don't even know what prompted it, but then all of a sudden, costume change. He was wearing long, <laughs> long tight yep. with the Mexican colors, <laughs> then ripped his pants off, and then he's wearing just the tights underneath the, the pants, too. And, of course, the crowd popped. The crowd popped. The, <laughs> you know, women lost their minds. It was great. Um yeah, man, just he's got a lot of charisma, man. That dude is great. That dude is great. So I, I can see after this tournament, him being a guy who win or lose will probably end up being on NXT TV more. Yeah, I could definitely see that, man. Like, you know, this is a good tournament, man. This is why I like NXT. They do stuff different to push new stars. Yeah. Like NXT Breakout. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, man, Man, that's just that's just showing you Triple H, man, his creativity level. Like, this is how I push stars. Yeah. You know, another way to push superstars and get them on in that, you know, share them in that or put them on that spotlight. And that's what I like, man. I never heard anything about these two wrestlers, man. So I have no any I don't I don't have any type of background, but I was loving Garza, man, because this dude was cocky. Like he owned the ring. Like he definitely stood out to me. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, shout out to, to Joaquin Wild too, like, because yep. he put on a great show. You know, he's got all the tools in terms of the wrestling ability. We don't know how, in terms of personality, his personality didn't come out as strong as Angel Garza's did. You know, Angel just, you know, he owned it. He owned that matchup in terms of just his presence. So definitely he was a, he was the breakout of this, this first round breakout uh, tournament. But, uh, you know, I, I want to shine a little bit of light on Joaquin Wild too, because he he did his part and, you know, sold well, had some great spots also. Um, definitely, if you haven't seen that matchup, check it out. And, uh, you know, you'll you'll get a healthy respect for probably both of these guys. But for me, just like with what you said, Angel Garza was the standout for sure. Yeah, man, definitely agree. Uh I wonder, like, how they will utilize him in NXT. Like, you know, I wonder how far he'll go in the tournament. But after that, like, how will they use him in NXT, man? Yeah, well, you know, there's so many ways that they could do that. Yeah. So many ways they, they could use him. And with, the again, the charisma that he has, with the wrestling ability that he has, it sounds like he can have or looks like he can have great matches with pretty much anybody. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, you know, sometimes too, they put guys like this on a tag team, you know, cause I feel like there's been some other wrestlers who have a similar build that they'll, you know, just pair up and, and create a team for them. And so we'll see, but I think he has yeah. the charisma to have a, a singles career, you know, there and, and, you know, maybe go after the North American championship. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him against Velveteen dream, you know, like that would be a nice um, uh, thing. Like if he wins the tournament 
you know, he gets to choose who, which champion he goes against. And I think yeah. Velveteen would be the one I'd want him to pick because that the charisma of both of those guys in a match together, I think would be awesome. It would, man. Oh, man, the, the storytelling in that, just the arrogance on, on both of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ugh. Yeah. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be great, man. So I'm I'm rooting for that. Hopefully, Angel. I mean, we have to see the rest of the the, the wrestlers, but of so far, like uh, Angel has has gotten me to to want to root for him, you know. And like I said, I, I just thought about that right now. So if if he goes against Velveteen Dream, that would be an amazing matchup. So I'm rooting for that now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's your pick now. Okay. That's not right now, you know. But again, we've only seen two guys, so we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, I think I'll reserve until I see how this tournament breaks out. So far, exactly. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is going to be the street profits. Uh, defend or ha- well, I guess kind of a defense. You know, they had a matchup against the Forgotten Sons. It was supposed to be just a regular matchup. Yeah, and title then it turned into it, it turned unofficially turned into a title matchup. Um, the match didn't end. It ended disqualification. Um, so Street Profits did end up winning the match. But overall, man, the thing that I took away from this one, um, just the charisma the Street Profits have. They're just so fun to watch, and you really got to see like that crowd just eat them up because this this was their first um appearance in ring since they won the titles and just the titles just look great on them um right yeah and like like again just i love seeing them in the crowd and just getting the love from the crowd and seeing the crowd being engaged with them like they are over man like they just they own it and it's just it's just great to see um and the matchup itself like it was short-lived but overall like i was entertained by it uh, like I said, disqualification ending, which is fine. Uh, just continuing to build the story between them and the Forgotten Sons, you know. And and I'm interested. I'm I'm not a huge fan of the Forgotten Sons, but I am nice. interested in seeing this matchup. Though I'm probably more interested in Riker. Yeah, uh, out of because this dude is a beast, bro. And I'm like, he's not gonna be in NXT that long. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, who stacked? <laughs> too much of a beast for Vince McMahon not for him to not take notice. Yeah, Vince is definitely gonna call this dude up pretty quickly, which will probably yeah. be the end of the Forgotten Sons at that point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you look at it, it's it's clear, it's clear what's yeah. going on. There, there was a, I mean, one subtle thing that I did kind of like was uh, when they were on the outside, he was pulling both of them back and he was grabbing them by the hair, almost like they were, ah, right. you know. And I was kind of or like, they were his pit bulls or whatever. I was like, yeah. that's kind of a cool visual of like him kind of reigning in these two, you know, like, like, uh, uh, they, they just, they needed to be wrangled basically. Yeah. If, Cause, Cause it's like, usually the other way around, man. Right. They right. got to hold him back. Right. So I thought that was good to try to like build them up a little bit and, and also establish Jackson Riker as their leader a little bit more too. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was just kind of a subtle thing that I caught that I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting what they're doing there, just character wise for all three of the those guys there. Yeah, man. What what are your thoughts on Riker? Um, I think I, I need to see. So overall, like I'm sold in terms of him being a, a powerhouse kind of guy. Um, I'm not sure, like. In the big stage, I could see Vince wanting to call him up, but I'm not sure, like, in terms of his promo work or personality, like, how that's going to translate to Raw or SmackDown. You know, I kind of don't personally see that. Like, I don't know that I would do it, but, I like, I, I agree with you that I could see Vince calling him up pretty pretty soon just because of his presence and his size. Like, he just fits that Vince McMahon mold. Um yeah. You know, I, I think it would be good to see him have a singles title run or at least go after one of the singles titles uh, pretty soon, you know, just to help establish him a little bit more. Um, yeah, but overall, it's just kind of like I, 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 en- I enjoy seeing him do his work. Like in that ladder match, you know, that tag team ladder match, he was a monster. You know, it, and it took everybody jumping on him to finally, you know, stop his 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 
just what he was doing. Like he was just yeah. going through he all took of everybody's them. focus, man. Yeah. All, all, everybody was focused on him. On him, you know, and they all had to just stomp him down and then they would grab the ladder and they had to smash that over his back. And it took like six other dudes basically to finally put a stop to Riker. So that built him up real strong. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential there for sure for him. You know, it's just now his character overall, they, there's still work to be done uh, with with him in terms of personality wise. What is he really going to be? You know, how is he going to be outside of the Forgotten Sons? What is Jackson Riker going to look like? You know, but the, the I'm, potential I'm pretty there, sure he'll get repackaged, though. No events. Like he he'll 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 won't even be part of the for, Forgotten Sons. That's what I think. Oh, hundred percent. I think the Forgotten Sons are done when he gets called up. That is, yep. it's not. He's they're not going up as a as a trio. It's gonna be Jack. Oh Riker no, it's, yeah, yep. Totally, man. Yep. It, it'd probably that. be like um, on a smaller note, like how Alexa Bliss uh, kind of split off from uh, what was that team? Murphy and uh, forgot the other dude's name. With the Buddy Murphy tag team. Was it Blake? Blake and Murphy. There you go. There you go. Yeah, like, because Alexa Bliss, left. she left them, right, and then went singles and then got called up. Like, I could see the same thing happening uh, with Jackson Riker, that he just, he splits away from the Forgotten Sons and then, you know, maybe has a singles matchup with somebody and then he's he's gone. Like, he's he's called up immediately. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, he'll probably uh, follow that same blueprint. Yep. Yep, which is fine too, you know, like that. Yeah. I because I, I see, and I, I'm like, I if he, I, I wouldn't be too, I wouldn't be upset if I saw him on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Right, you know, I I just I would love to see them establish his character a little bit more before they call him up. Um, but like you said, they're probably going to repackage him anyway, so it probably won't even matter. You know, right. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Is I guess at my shoes. I'm just speaking to what I would probably try to do would be to try to establish him more because, you know, for me, I think. But you know, WWE doesn't. They don't. Sometimes right. they find somebody that they like. Like I noticed, Vince McMahon has, like, if you have a nice body, I'm gonna bring you up. No, no matter how long you've been in NXT, like he did that Apollo Cruz, he did it with yep. EC3. Yeah, might do it with Riker, man. Yep. Yeah, Lars Sullivan, throw him in, yep. that, in that group too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so I could see that. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, sooner rather than later, that's definitely going to happen. Um, so then Keith Lee. Keith Lee showed up, man. Baskin, oh, yeah. Baskin is glory. Um, man, I love that theme song, man. Oh, man, it's great. Yeah, he's <laughs> just awesome, man. Like, yeah. just it was a short matchup, short and sweet to the point, but he killed it. It was just so. What fun. was that dude wearing? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, because like half, half uh, a shoulder, one shoulder up, but then no, I don't know. I can't even describe it. Right, yeah. you can't even describe it. That's why I want to know. Because <laughs> I'm looking at this dude, and it looked like the announcer was just kept on staring at him too, like trying to figure out what the hell was he wearing. Yeah. Um. So Keith Lee, I mean, just great. It's always great seeing Keith Lee. Um. The, his opponent. Uh. What was this guy's name? Let me see. This dude it was like Nico something from from uh, Nick, Greek. It, it rhymed. It was like Nico's Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Nico's Ricos. Oh my God. Oh man. And, 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 you know, gosh, his attire too. I don't know, man. I'm not sure what that was. Um, you he know. gets a huge arrow for that, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he needs to just go ahead and burn that one, you know, and, and go back to the drawing board and figure out something else. You know what? It, I think it is Nico's Ricos. I'm seeing his name right now. Ne- yeah, Nico's Rico's, Nico's right? Nico's Rico's. <laughs> what? I remember that. Yeah, I'm like, I oh thought I Oh, my God. Nico's Rico's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All he right. Had a rhyme, he had a, I remember. I'm like, I need to remember this dude. A rhyming name with a jacked up outfit. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I don't know. It was like it was half done, and he just put it on anyway. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know? it was like, well, 
<laughs> I gotta go out there, so here we go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do this. Like I'm gonna try to pull this off. Like, wow, man, no, man. no, yeah, that was that was an incomplete job. Whoever, <laughs> whoever tried to custom, you know, oh, sew that in, they they, they, didn't, they didn't finish that. <laughs> Golly. And it's funny too because Morrow was like, "Well, he may not be in the in the breakout tournament, you know, but he's gonna get his opportunity here." And I'm like, "Well, we see why he wasn't in the breakout tournament because right. this dude here, look at that. First of all, look at that attire, you know. What I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm. And then yeah, he just got annihilated by Keith Lee, um, which Demolish. which which was appropriate and awesome yep. in so many ways, man. Like it was great." I just love that the the crowd chants, you know, the um, oh, basking his glory. Oh, and yeah. he just kind of like conducts them and kind of like will go <laughs> with it, you know. And then Nikos Rikos was getting annoyed and he's like trying to get his attention. And then he put his hands on his arms trying to push uh, Keith Lee's arms down as he was conducting. And Keith Lee just looked at him like, the hell are you trying to do? Like, right. What are you doing? What are you? You better stop. About <laughs> to get tossed out of here. Oh man. And yeah, he just he just ragdolled this dude, man. Like it was it was just fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Um, and he kept saying like, "This is my NXT." So yeah, he's he's building to a run where basically yeah. he's gonna try to maybe go after the NXT championship. Or the North American, who knows? But we never know. Yeah, man, he can go either way, which I'm cool, man. Yeah, like I definitely get a good Keith Lee run out of this. You know, he he, this dude is so big, but he moves like a damn cruiserweight. It's yeah. freakishly crazy. Like he moves so quick. You know, we've seen Hanson move as a big fella. Yeah, you know, from the uh, Viking Raiders. Yep, but he takes it to another level. Yeah. Like it's like it shouldn't he shouldn't be able to do some of the things that he's doing nah. like just the agility the speed that he yeah. has at that size yeah. is just kind of ridiculous it, right it's almost it's almost damn near ricochet level yeah I mean so I I can't go that far because ricochet is just inhuman like well, yeah but in well, terms of like man of his size doing yeah, that yeah like some of the stuff he's doing it's just it's it's crazy it's crazy and just he he does it pretty much with ease. You know, yeah. he just he's he's a big, big dude, but he can just move around and, you know, do springboard stuff. And you're just like, what? what? How? You know, and then his finisher, too, is just kind of crazy. Just the, the show of strength that he has, you yeah. know, that spinning. I don't even know what to call it, man. Like I, what the name of the move, I think Morrow called it something and I don't even remember. Um, but it was just. It was a thing of beauty, man, and just the power. I was sold. I was sold. I've always been sold, but seeing it again <laughs> here, I was just like, man, this dude, he's ready. Like, he is yeah. ready. Um, so, yeah, like him versus maybe even Adam Cole for the for the NAC championship. Oof. That <laughs> that wow, would be intense. Out of hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you were- you would notice the drastic size difference on that. Yes. And yes. you would almost incline that, yeah, Undisputed needs to help his ass out. Right. He cannot <laughs> do that one by himself because Keith Lee, man. He would just get manhandled. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Right. Oh, Limit yeah. Breaker is what the finisher is called. Limit uh, Breaker. Yeah. yeah. It's a fireman's carry converted into a power slam. So he like swings around and he's like in mid swing, he goes from fireman's carry position to a power slam, just slams him down. It's just, yeah. It's a, it's a nasty finish. Yeah, it is. Cause as fast as he is and as powerful as he is, he just, he just, just, it's just devastating to watch. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. Keith Lee, man, basking his glory. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see more of him for sure. He's great. He's awesome. Yep. Man, all right, and then let's see. I'm trying to hold off on this uh, uh, main event because <laughs> it, it was a worthy main event for sure. Ooh, trying to see some other notes here. Um, oh, it seems like we're, Adam Cole is going to troll Johnny Gargano a little bit more on this Bay Bay Championship tour. Oh um, man, he what? Did, what was it that he's going to give? Because he's going to Johnny Gargano's, I guess, family's restaurant or something. That's like. Where he's going, and he he had something in an envelope or like a, a package or something that he's gonna deliver. Did they show what that was gonna be? What he's giving them? I even don't remember. Did they show it? 
No, no, they didn't show it. Okay. All right, cool. Because so that's part that's part of it is to figure out like why he's there and what he's gonna give them. Because he had something. He was talking to uh um Roderick Strong on the phone as as he was getting there. He's like, Did you get the thing or something? And and then yeah, now he's going to <laughs> to Johnny Gargano's family's <laughs> restaurant, you know, to troll them or do something with them. Uh man, it's just this is great. Like I'm 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 for this, whatever it is. They're building it up for next week that they're gonna reveal what happened when he went to the restaurant. But I was like, okay, that's that's a cool little like um on site uh, uh uh you know record pre-recorded thing that they were doing you know like i don't know the traditional promos are one thing but to do this it's almost like out of a movie where you know you have him now going to his parents restaurant to kind of rub it in their faces too <laughs> like that's next level right there man i mean so i, I appreciated that and he, he also he, he went on a private jet and he was trolling johnny with that too saying private jet uh, johnny doesn't know anything about private jets he never got this you know and talking about he was gonna uh, defend the title all over the world, um, you know, and uh, just just being a, def- a fighting champion, defending champion in different promotions and different places. And I guess he's going to be at the Evolve uh, show that they're going to be showing uh, next month, I believe. Um, yeah. So he's doing that, defending the title there. I think he's defending the title against Akira Tozawa, if I'm not mistaken, there, which would be kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, just... Yeah, it was fun. That was a, it. Was a short little video that they showed, but it was fun. It was a fun, fun moment. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more. I, man, I love Adam Cole. You know what I'm saying? Just him doing this promo. That's a, such an Adam Cole baby move. <laughs> so, did you expect anything like anything less? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I remember when uh, when. Undisputed first got together and just giving them, they giving you a glimpse of their personality. When you know what what did Adam ask? I think Kyle O'Reilly. He's like, you want to hear a joke? And he was like, what's that? He was like, Johnny Gargano. And they all laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. I'm like, okay, this is a group I can get down with. You know what I'm saying? So it just shows you. You know, just the the chemistry he has, and, and, and just so charismatic too, man. And and it's and this is smart how you can extend the rivalry too. Yeah, yeah, man. I I'm I'm all for it, man. I'm I'm because definitely we're gonna get you know that Johnny Gargano Adam Cole three. This is a great way to build it up, yep. make it even yep. more personal. You know, having uh, Adam Cole continue to troll any way he can. Uh, Johnny Gargano and his whole family at this point. So yeah, I'm 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 all for it, man. This will be this will be a lot of fun. Um, well, we're just about there. I guess the only other thing that's worth mentioning is there was a promo cut on Mia Yim. I'm trying to find. See, I did have a uh, note on it. From, uh, I kind of I don't know. I kind of treat that as hot air right there. Yeah, it was because. Here's the thing. Like, I actually thought it was a little bit, I don't want to say in poor taste, because in wrestling, like, you want to give them some leeway to to cut promos that makes you emotionally invested, right? So you yeah. you sometimes they'll say things that are that are a little bit um, controversial, uh, somewhat. But um, this one here, I, I was kind of like, ooh, this is this is right on the fence. There, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Um, I'm even trying to find, let me see, hold on, because I'm not remembering these two's names right now. Um, the two that, that cut that promo, but I know Mia Yim, that's for sure. Uh, let's see. Was it Aaliyah? Yeah. Yeah. Aaliyah. What's, what's the other one's name? Uh, I have no idea. I just know the other girl, Leah. Yeah. It's Leah. And... Uh, I don't because they're not on television really that much no um let's see NXT. nope and i don't yeah i don't even i don't even have vanessa that born that's it okay vanessa okay. born 
So basically, they they cut a promo because they there was a special uh, like a video package done on Mia Yim and her life, uh, just like how she came from the streets and she had it rough, you know, and you know just her journey to NXT essentially. And you know, Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne uh, basically are have this this gimmick of being like the uh, entitled and um, they're like the mean girls, basically, you yeah, know, and yeah. just, just everything has, as according to them too, they're like, they, they can't relate. They can't relate to, you know, being from the streets and all this. And, you know, they've had everything they've wanted basically, but then they called her like a, a lower, you know, which was like, you know, I guess they're slang for being less than or lower or whatever. And I'm like, when, when they said that, I was like, Ooh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, like there's, there's good heel heat that you can get from, from, you know, putting down your opponent. Like we just said with, um, with uh, Adam Cole, you know, the way he's digging at Johnny Gargano, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, it's, it's funny. And at the same time, it's like a, Ooh moment. You know what I'm saying? Like they really, it's a good rib. Right. With this, it's almost kind of like too real and digging at something that like, again, she, her being from the streets and of uh, you know not yeah. not of many much means like to to poke at that a little bit. I mean, it just kind of it trying it, to say because I have a better lifestyle than you and yeah yeah like I, I just feel like they're they're cutting it close there. You know what I'm saying? Like so, we'll see where they go from here with that whole thing. But I don't know. I just I I feel like they shouldn't go further than that with the ribs on her on her life personally because that could get tuned out especially like from from those two characters who are not really that over anyway i mean we had to do research to even find their names right now because they're not really that that known you know what i'm saying they're not that great and so to to then you know try to cut a promo like this i guess the positive for them on this is it it got me to to want to find their names and know who they are to be able to even talk about this right so you know i guess you get people talking you know by saying something yeah. somewhat something somewhat controversial and it's not you know the worst thing that that we had heard about potentially being said i mean the whole thing with dean ambrose and the the cancer thing that that i guess the writers wanted him to say on on the on television was much worse than what we're talking about here in terms of a life and death kind of situation. But, um, you know, I just felt like it was borderline, you know, what they had said. And um, it, it's. So it's, do you think they was towing that line then or I thought maybe so. crossing it? I, didn't, I don't think they crossed the line, but it was it was damn close because I had a physical reaction to it when they when they were talking. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know, man, this was this is this is hard to listen to a little bit, you know, like you can, you can dig and, and make it personal. But when you start using like lower oh, she's a lower, like the slang, like there was something about the way they said it in context of other things they were saying about her being in, from the streets that kind of just right. felt like, like we're, 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 we're dancing on this line here. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually don't even say that anymore or try to go a different direction with with the with the promos um, because that was that was close that was close. It was it was I, I definitely give you that. It, uh, me personally, you know, it, it I just took it as it was just two snobbish girls just talking hot air, you know. But I I don't know if uh, if they got. I don't know if you well me I didn't take it as like oh man they really crossed that line you know I just felt like they were just being any other type of snobbish rich girl just privilege right yeah but uh I don't know I guess you saw it a different way and I could see and I could understand that way too yeah like again it's it was like a one of those mean girls type of things you know which is which is you know, it's, it can be done. It can be done. And I think it can be fine. And again, they, I think they told that line and I just feel like they are, they kind of got close. It was kind of almost getting borderline 
when they started getting into like again calling her a lower like lower class like i don't know there was something about even just the way they said it uh, i feel like maybe there's another way that they could do it to where they could still get the same message across still be the mean girls but not have it almost cross a line to a point where you're like mm, i don't know yep. um but you know like you said it, it's it's you took it as hot air. I think probably most people took it that way. I'm probably in the minority in terms of, you know, people that kind of felt like they they were getting close to crossing a, a, a line. Um, you know, I just hope that they don't get carried away and go too far with that, because I feel like both of them, you know, especially Aaliyah, I feel like she's been in NXT for so long that, you know, it almost reeked of a little bit of desperation like she's really trying to get attention so she's kind of willing to to maybe go a little further but that if if you go further in the wrong way it could just blow up in your face and now Mm -hmm. you know you're you're just done you know what i'm saying like they won't even want to touch you if you go too far so you know i I just think they just need to be a little bit careful with that so we'll see we'll see where they go from there but um now Let's talk about this cage match because this right here for me was match of the week for sure. Um, yes. I mean, the AJ Ricochet matchup was close, but this right here. But this had personal stakes, right? Yes. Here. Yes. The NXT Women's Championship was on the line. Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, two great uh, competitors just on their A games laid it all on the line. Um, we got everything in this matchup, um, just literally everything that, that they had to offer. You know, we saw it on full display here. Um, yes. Just such a fun matchup. I mean, it, it got me just so excited about wrestling on a whole because, again, we had a rough week of wrestling, and then yeah. you cap it with this matchup, and it's like, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's hope. You know what I'm saying? Things are good. NXT came to the rescue, like always, just to – Finish off the week on a great note. Um, and man, yeah, this this matchup, man. I mean, some of the highlights for me, for sure. I mean, the well, I'll just start with the biggest ones for me was the two top of the cage spots. Actually, there were a couple of them. It was a like a German suplex that Io Shirai had done to, to Shayna Baszler. From, yeah, from the top rope. From the top rope where Shayna yeah. Baszler was on the cage. There was a moonsault that happened from the top of the cage. There was a cross body because Candice LeRae had yeah. came in to try to make a save. As, as, uh, that moonsault the, was crazy, though. Oh, my God. It was insane. And I was glad because they showed the first angle that they showed it at, you got a lower angle of it. And so mm-hmm. later on, they showed the higher angle with the camera up top. So you could actually see, like, you know, from her perspective, basically, how far she was going. Oh, my goodness. It was it was amazing. It was amazing. Like I, I just, I, I just kudos to to everyone involved. Yeah, in this matchup for just putting on a show, man. So, what, what was it, your take on this matchup? This was a complete match for me. Like from from the action to the storytelling, from beginning to end, from the heel turn, this was a complete match. You know, these two ladies do not. They came in not. Liking each other, you know, Shayna Baszler keep on slithering, <laughs> yep. getting slithering away, getting finding ways to win, finding ways to survive it. You know what I'm saying? Just keeping the championship, you know, just desperately holding on to that championship, man. Man, and I, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the, the the finish was was great. I mean, just certain notes from the matchup. So you had. Um, Shafir and Justin do come come down to try to stop Io Shirai, you know, yeah. from getting out of the cage. And then Candice LeRae came to help kind of even the odds a little bit. Um, after first we got the crossbody from the top, and then for, by Candice LeRae, and then we got the moonsault from the top of the cage um, from Io Shirai. And then you know Io Shirai is trying to get to the to the cage. Door to escape, and at this point, pretty much everybody's laid out. Like I think uh, Justin Duke had gotten the ring, but she had gotten laid out too. And it was Candice LeRae that took her out, yeah. um, and Shafir. I don't remember who took her out or how she got taken out, but she wasn't. She everybody was down, and then um, yeah, Eo is is crawling out of the cage by the end of this match. She's trying to get to the cage. Uh, Shannon Baszler keeps grabbing her leg to try to stop her. Then as Eo Shirai is hanging out the door, 
uh, Shayna Baszler uh, puts on her, her submission uh, to her and tries to, to put her to sleep while she's hanging out the door. Uh-huh. And I'm saying to myself, wow, if she passes out in this doorway, that's insane. Like that, that would have been, that alone would have been a crazy finish. Right. And I thought that was going to happen. Um, but then she fought, you know, she, she refused to tap. She refused to, to fall asleep. And so, you know, she was, she banged Shayna Baszler's head against the, the cage. And then um, uh, Shayna Baszler reapplied the submission as she was even closer to, as, as EO was closer to, to getting out of the cage. Um, she tried one more time to put her to sleep and um, EO just kept fighting. And eventually she pulled the door and smacked Shayna Baszler, uh, the door against Shayna Baszler's head. Um, but unfortunately, Shayna Baszler fell as she's knocked out. Because at this point, she's out. Like, Shayna yep. Baszler's asleep. Uh, <laughs> knocked out from getting hit by, upside the head by the cage door. But she falls out of the ring onto the floor due to the knockout before EO can herself get out. And so Shayna Baszler retained. Which I was like, wow. Like, I thought the Kofi ending was good. You know, and I had never seen that before. But yeah. this was even better because, it like was. you said, the 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 stakes of this matchup and just the way this match went on a whole was just so much more entertaining than that cage match. And then, you know, the finish too was like it felt like a nice payoff to to this. Like it was it was surprising. I I was like upset that Shayna Baszler had found a way to escape out of this one because all the work that you had put in. Oh, I was enjoying every minute of this. Oh, man. No, I, I was in a good way. Like, it's a part of the story. Like, I was just, like, rooting for EO. When Shayna fell out, I was like, oh, man, no way. You got to be kidding. But in a good way, like, you know, respect. Like, she, she just refuses to lose. Even when she's knocked out, her body just refuses to lose. Like, I'm going to fall out. I'm not going to fall right. in the ring. I'm gonna fall out of the ring, and so you know, respect to her. And I, I love Shayna Baszler as champion. Like she is a great champion, a great heel champion. Uh, love watching her. You love to root against her, but healthy respect for her. So that's so she's awesome. And then Io Shirai. So she's you know at this point you know she's dealing with the fact that she just lost this matchup. Candice LeRae's in the ring. Is trying to console her. And Io Shirai had just had enough. And she just pushed Candace and then punched Candace and knocked her down. And she just stopped. And she's like, oh, what did I just do? What am I doing? And then she just kind of walks away, walks out of the cage. Then she stops. And she's like, let me go get a chair. And she goes in the ring. She gets a chair, puts that in the ring, and just goes to town on Candace LeRae. Yes. Sits up the chair. Picks her up for a oh, brain buster man, and just gives bro. her one of the nastiest brain busters on a chair that I've seen in a long time. I was, bro, I was like, damn, EO, you got some anger issues. She was pissed. And she I, looked evil. Like yeah. the the acting she was just talking when she was just destroying her. Just, yes, yes. I don't know what she was saying, but it had to be something not nice. She had some some venom on those words, whatever she was saying, man, because she yeah. looked crazed man like and it's crazy because EO has been such a sweetheart from day one that she she was in yeah. the uh May Young Classic and then NXT and then with Kyrie Sane you know as the Sky Pirates like you know my best friend and you know always smiling and posing and you know and now I, I would have never said oh I could I could see a heel EO Shirai right until I guess the last pay-per-view where she snapped on Shayna Baszler, I'm like, ooh, okay, I could kind of see a yeah. little bit of edge to her, right? Like that was the first tease, but this version of EO two was even darker than that. Just uh, looking in her eyes, I was like, she, she was like, man, whoever's, it was like she snapped, and you in my way. I don't care who you are. You about to get these? Yes, hands. yes. I don't care who you are. I'm just pissed off. She said, <laughs> I don't need friends. I don't need friends. Like just kept saying it when she when she left the 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 ring and was on her way out of the the stage. She was like, I don't need friends. I don't need friends. Like I don't need friends. Like just and Candice LeRae just in the ring, just out, just referees checking on her and everything. It was just a crazy visual, a great heel turn for Yoshirai. Um, I think it was well-timed. Um, it was like equally heartbreaking and entertaining at the same time, you know, yeah. so just a well-told story overall, man. Like kudos to everybody involved yes. once again. Yeah. It was just and so every, great. And, and, it, and it helped out everyone, man. Now you can pivot and focus on 
Candice LeRae, yes. your Shirai story, and now yes. whoever who will be the next challenger for Shannon Baszler. Baszler. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Candice LeRae has not really gotten like a huge storyline all on her own. She's always been yeah. a part of Johnny Gargano's storylines. Yep. And then she was, you know, teamed up recently with Io Shirai to kind of help her out with this whole Shanna Baszler and the two of or three, the four horsewomen uh, group that they have basically uh, just to kind of help her out. Um, but finally now it seems like she's going to have a, a true storyline she can sink her teeth into and uh, truly just have her own uh, like moment, I guess, you know, where she's eventually maybe going for the NXT women's championship when Shayna Baszler maybe moves up uh, to the main roster. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that, man. It was, it was fun. Um, there was a note somebody had made, I think it was another podcast too, that I was, that I had checked out where they, they made a comparison of like when Johnny Gargano um, had Tommaso Ciampa turn on him, you know, and how like that moment was when Tommaso Ciampa just destroyed him. It was kind of like, you know, Johnny being just such a true face, such a big um, uh, a face in NXT that that that's just like a clear like you just went evil if you turn on yeah. this person. Right. Yep. So Candice LeRae is kind of the same thing. Like Candice LeRae is. is 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 Mrs. Wrestling, you know, like yep. Candice Wrestling. And everyone loves her. Like, she's the sweetheart of, of yeah, NXT. exactly, man. So to turn on her, of all people, it's like... Wow. It's like the nicest, yeah. you know, semi-violent person. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like short of Io Shirai, right? Like, you would say Io was probably the closest thing to Candice in terms of, like, how nice they, the, the character their characters have been. But Candice yeah. LeRae, for sure, would be number one. You know, in everybody's minds, in terms of like who's the true like sweetheart of NXT, and now like yeah, with 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 EO doing this, that's that's a perfect way to turn heel. Is just go after her, go after the nicest, sweetest person you can, take a chair to him, and do the the sickest brain buster that we've seen in a long yes. time. To yes, because when I saw that, I was like, damn, yeah. I was like, why should like, damn, you know, you just don't give z- you give zero f's. Yeah, and it, it looked like not only did her head hit the chair, but then her back kind of hit the the, yeah. the backrest of the chair too, and it was nasty. It was a nasty move, man. It was perfect. And then she just sat there, kind of like with the stare, like you know, just yeah, gone. Sinister look, like yeah, like it was nothing in her. Mm-hmm. Like her soul just left her. Just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was great. It was great. So, yeah, man. And we, we kind of talked about, too, where we see this going from here. So I, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see that. Um, I can't wait for the next NXT to just see how they follow this up because this is the number one thing I'm looking for. It's yeah, like this, this follow-up, then I would say what Adam Cole – gave to Johnny Gargano's parents. That's like the next thing. It's like, those are the two things I want to see most on NXT. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. You, you just got to love NXT right now because it's just so such in a good space. Wrestlers just enjoying, you know, having somewhat, having cr- creativity, you know, input. Yeah. Onto characters, you know, just being free, man. Because, you know, like we said, man, just, Everybody stay where you guys, just stay where you at. Exactly. Just no one move up. Just leave it as is right now. We got to figure out this whole main roster thing first. You know, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff being there is a move in the right direction. But, you know, we just need to pause on all the call-ups because the trust factor is just is not there right now yeah, for, for the, the move up to the main roster. And the NXT roster right now is, is looking real nice. You know, a lot of people, Velveteen Dream is, is doing great. Um, you know, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, then you got the, with the women, Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae that we just talked about. Like, I, I, I have no desire to see any of those guys move up. I mean, like we said, Jackson Riker, I could see that. You know, that's fine if they want to do that. But all these other guys that, you know, are in major storylines right now, I just don't want them to move up. I just don't. I don't want to lose what we have right now. I'm just continue to build them up and, you know, I would love it even if they just said, hey, we're going to have NXT be not just developmental anymore, but just its own show because it's just that good. Yeah. You know, like actual brand. Yeah. I mean, that would be one justification maybe for not having Triple H take over, you know, either Raw or SmackDown as creative director, executive director. 
you know, it would be if they were planning to make NXT like a thing and 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 have that be its own show and ending yeah. the the developmental usage of that. But having Triple H be the executive director of NXT and as it's going to transition into being a, a, a normal show. Yeah, I'd be I'd be. I'd be okay with it from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah, um, me too. So, and yeah. that would make sense. The reason why, okay, I, I guess I see a reason why Vince he didn't give his son the job. Exactly. Oh yeah. So yeah, man, definitely. Well, gosh, I want to. I, I love this so much, and it's such a positive that I could totally just keep <laughs> going with this, man. But I feel like we we hit all the major points, unless there we was did. anything else. No, man, that was it, man. We, you know, we saved the best for last. Yeah. All right. You know, we got through this tough week of wrestling. <laughs> Very tough week. But we we, we finished strong. We closed yeah. strong. Yeah. NXT, as typical, just is always that bright light, you know, for in wrestling. You know, it's truly the gold standard. Um, just enjoyed it. Hell of a cage match. Hell of a main event. Uh, hell of a show overall. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for next week. You know, they, 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 they thoroughly have me. I mean, they always have me engaged in, in wanting to see what happens next week. Uh, this one is just, there's some, you know, big moves in terms of a heel turn that we want to see Hell where yeah. that goes. And, uh, you know, the Adam Cole Bay Bay celebration tour, continuing that, um, this tournament now, the breakout tournament, you know, seeing the next round of that, um, just there's just so many things going on, man. Velveteen Dreams return to NXT maybe in the next couple weeks. I've seen him show up again. Yep. Uh, yeah, so much, man. So much. It's fun times on NXT. So yeah. I like that we ended it with that. <laughs> yeah, man. My thoughts exactly, man. Cool. Well, that'll do it for the NXT recap. Uh, we will see you guys next week with all things WWE, NXT, and more in the world of wrestling. But we'll see you guys for now. Again, this is a feast for Devin. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.